Hello friends, welcome back to the Daydream and Listen podcast. My name is Krista. I hope that you all are doing great and that you're having a nice day. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Perhaps you are trying to escape the single news story that has just been plaguing everywhere. And, you know, I, along with everyone else in the world, seems to seem to be super consumed by the whole Oscars debacle that happened this past week. So, not sure if you all tuned in to the Oscars this past weekend. I watched it simply because I wanted to see Miss Beyonce sing her song Be Alive from the movie King Richard, but I ended up getting some more entertainment because of the events that transpired. Um, I'm not going to be talking about the Oscars slap between Will and Chris because literally everyone has just talked about this too much. Um, So I'm sure if you haven't heard about it, uh, you won't be too hard-pressed to hear someone's opinion about it. I will say it was very exciting to see all different kinds of actors and actresses at the Oscars. Beyonce, let me just say, she absolutely killed it. Oh, excuse me, let me say Beyonce and Blue Ivy, because yes, if you watched the performance, Blue Ivy made a little cameo, and overall, the performance was just so incredible. It was amazing to see Beyonce back out there performing, and I'm just really hopeful for this next era of Beyonce, you know, hoping for that next album to come out soon. And, you know, Zendaya was there. She looked amazing. Billie Eilish looked absolutely lovely. Timothy Chalamet, you know, all these wonderful people. And I was especially excited to see Jessica Chastain. She won for Best Actress in the role The Eyes of Tammy Faye. If you guys haven't seen that movie, I do really recommend. I think it's a good, one of the better Oscar movies to come out from this season. I haven't seen all of them. I really want to see Coda, the one that won for Best Picture, but yeah, all in all, I don't even know how to feel about the award show because it was just kind of crazy, but there were some good takeaways from it. So that is enough Oscars talk. Today, I'm going to be talking about my current wish list because you guys, you know, spring is fully upon us and I know some people are like already itching into summer. I've been seeing a lot of people say like, already embracing hot girl summer and I'm like babe it is April like it is the beginning of April and I think there might be snow in the forecast for this upcoming week for me so it's not quite summer we are like barely getting at spring but I have just been compiling this wish list of so many new things that I want to buy and it's not that I have like an impulsive spending problem or I don't really have a problem of like buying too many things at once. Frankly, my problem is that I just want to buy too many things, but I'm afraid to buy them. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm like, oh my gosh, it'd be so nice to buy this thing, but that's kind of a lot of money. Or I want 10 different items and I know all of those items added up together, like that's going to be a lot. And Right now, I am on the cusp of, you know, moving soon, making all these big life changes that I know are going to require some serious coin, but, you know, a girl can still window shop, or at least, like, online window shop. 
So I thought it'd be fun to just talk about some items on my wish list and also talk about some new current favorites that I've tried out. Mostly like beauty products I've picked up at the grocery store um, or like some new food products I've tried out. I might mention a few of those. But yeah, I'm excited to get into this little fun chat to, I don't know, maybe put you guys on to a new brand or just get you excited for the spring season. Um, but before we get into all of that, let's first discuss the highs and the lows of this past week of my life. So I know it's been kind of a hot minute since I last recorded, so I do have quite a bit of highs and lows. I've accumulated them from the past couple of weeks. Um, I'm fine. If you're wondering, like, where the heck has Krista been? I'm fine. I have been kind of worn down, though, just because I have been working my tail off as of late and by the time the weekend comes which is usually when I record I am just so exhausted like literally all I want to do is lay around not look at anybody not talk to anybody and not even like you know sit down to record as much as I love recording I was just like I need a little bit of time to like recuperate get re-inspired and regain the motivation so it was good to have some time off but while I was away, some of my highs were I dog sat or did dog sitting for my sister's dog. And I think if you guys go back and listen to, I don't remember exactly what episode number it is, but it's an episode in November. My sister's dog made a cameo in that episode because I was over at her place while I was recording and he was there. But he is absolutely precious. He is a gem to be around. I love spending time with him. He's very rambunctious, but like an absolute sweetheart. So we went on lots of walks. We even went to the dog park, which I had never gone to one before. And it was, it was interesting. Like, I don't know how to feel about it. I think if you have like other friends who go to the dog park, it's much more enjoyable because like you can hang out with them and their dogs. But I went there completely like not knowing anybody else and there were some interesting dogs and dog owners there I'll just say that but yeah that was really fun and my other high I will say is you know I am proud of myself for making it through some of these really busy weeks I feel like I've accomplished a lot which is great but you know obviously like it would be more ideal if I wasn't overworking myself or feeling overworked like if I could just you know, kind of just have a nice balance of things. But sometimes you just have seasons where like work is super busy and you have to prioritize that above, you know, other stuff. So very proud of myself for making it through, accomplishing a lot of great things and yeah, feeling very proud of myself with work. Um, another high I will say is I've been the little docu-series girl over here. I watched the Netflix docuseries Bad Vegan and I, if you guys don't know, I am vegan so I was very intrigued by the title. I was like, oh interesting, is this going to be about like veganism or like I don't know, like I didn't know what to expect but basically it's about this woman who owned a raw vegan restaurant in New York City and unfortunately this restaurant closed down before I got there, like right before I would have been going there to tour. So totally missed out on that. 
but basically it just covers this woman who is a restaurant owner and her tumultuous journey of trying to be a successful businesswoman and just running into all these obstacles with like the people in her life, her personal life kind of overtaking her professional life. It was very crazy. So I would recommend it if you've seen things like The Tinder Swindler um, or even like the whole Anna Delvey thing. I found it very interesting. It was only three episodes, so it's a quick little watch, but yeah, it was pretty good. I do wish that they talked more about her personal life, like why she went vegan and like, you know, why she stays vegan. Like, they didn't really go into that, which I I don't know. I guess I just wish they would have covered it more. Um, and then the other docuseries that I watched was the Discovery Plus docuseries on Hillsong the mega church. Um, I don't know if you guys have been getting ads for it. I seem to like get ads for this thing all the time. So I got the free trial for Discovery Plus because I do not have that subscription service and I feel like, or streaming service, and I feel like my family has too many that it's like, okay, we really don't need another one. Um, but yeah, I did the free trial, watched it within a weekend, and also for context, I used to go to Hillsong, the Hillsong, New York City. When I was in college, I went there for about like three and a half years. Um, I stopped going there because initially because of everything with the pandemic and I have just been living outside of New York City since then. But even when I go back to New York, I don't really have plans to go back there. Um, if you guys don't know the whole uh situation with everything Hillsong related. It is quite fascinating, especially if you were raised in a religious household or if you are religious. Um, I was raised under the guise of Hillsong stuff. Like, I grew up listening to their music. Um, I've been to Hillsong concerts, conferences, and for a certain period of my time, I went to their church. So, I was very curious to watch this documentary, especially because part of it is covering the Hillsong, New York City former pastor. Um, so, yeah, it was it was pretty good, I would say. I do wish that they would have interviewed more people who went to Hillsong, New York City, because the people that they did interview, I feel like they all said that they went there a while ago. I wish they would have interviewed someone who had been going there in like 2018 to 2020, like a little bit more recent um, because the church definitely changed within like the past five years or so, I would say. And I just wish that they would have had more insight into all of that. Um, but for the most part, it was good. One thing I will say, I don't know if you guys watch docuseries a lot, but this happened in this one and it kind of, it kind of bummed me out a little bit. There would be scenes where they would be talking about, you know, one of the pastors and they would have an actor portraying that pastor. Like, they would act out a fake scenario of the pastor preaching, and then they would have, like, people who looked like they were worshiping or, like, you know, they were singing or, like, praying or something in the church, in this fake church. And I personally, like, hate those fake scenes that they make. I get it. They want to, like, 
add this, add visuals whenever someone is just talking, whenever someone is, you know, answering their questions or something like that. But to me, it just makes it so corny. And especially with this docuseries, like you could tell they tried to get people who looked like the pastors, but there would be moments when they would like shine a light on their face and you could so clearly tell it was not the pastor. It kind of reminded me of if you've ever watched like an older movie from like the early 2000s or like Disney Channel movies when they would get stunt doubles for people and you could clearly tell it was a stunt double because like their face or their hair just didn't match with a person. It kind of reminded me of if you guys have seen High School Musical 2 and there's one scene when it's like Gabriella goes to dive into the pool and if you pause the movie, you can clearly tell like, oh my god, that is so not her. Like they really didn't try to disguise it. That's sort of how I felt watching this docuseries and I don't know, it kind of distracts me because I'm like, I get it, you're trying to like provide visuals to what people are saying, but in this situation, I feel like there are so many videos of the pastors themselves or of people just at the church that they could have used that instead. But I also thought like maybe they didn't want to use that because if they were showing random congregants faces like maybe they would get in trouble with that so I don't know it was just something that I was like "Eh, this kind of makes the docuseries a little bit corny for me but for the most part I enjoyed it it's very very sad the whole situation I don't really feel like weighing in on my thoughts now but if it is something you guys would be curious in me talking about in the future I don't know maybe I would talk about that later on I don't want to be like gossipy and like spilling the tea or whatever but um yeah it was a very interesting watch I will just say that okay and then for my lows of the week I, you know, like I said, just been feeling overworked, a little bit drained, so I've been trying to, like, recuperate on my time off and just, you know, recharge myself. Also, TikTok has kind of just been annoying me as of late. I don't know if you guys are feeling the same way, but sometimes whenever I go on, I feel like my entire For You page is just the same stuff over and over again. It's just people trying to like hop on a trend like a trending sound a trending edit whatever just to simply blow up like some people are super super creative on the app and I love seeing their TikToks I love seeing fashion TikToks I love people talking about the industry I love people talking about current events and you know just I don't know talking about like unique things But I feel like a lot of times my For You page can just get caught up in people doing the same things over and over again or people trying to tell you like, this is how you can blow up on TikTok, this is how you can become an influencer, this is how, you know, you can be, become super famous on the internet. And I don't know, like lately it's just been kind of bothering me because I'm like, I get it, deep down inside a lot of people want to become famous but it just feels like everyone's doing the same thing. Like I'm having a hard time finding people doing different stuff or just finding content that feels fresh and new. Maybe I'm sounding like super, oh, woe is me. Like this is such a first world problem and there's definitely bigger issues in the world, but it just, I don't know. 
I love the app. It brings me joy. It brings me inspiration. But lately, I've just been feeling kind of like, ew, like, I don't know why everything just feels like I'm watching the same thing over and over again. Um, anyways, those were my highs and my lows. That was a lot of talking about that stuff. Now, let's discuss my wish list. My wish list has been consisting a lot of bags lately. I have just been finding so many different bags on like Essence and Bergdorf Goodman and just other luxury sites like Farfetch, all of those places. And lately, I've just been finding so many. I'm like, oh my god, I would love to splurge on this because there are so many cute ones. So, I have just fallen in love with the brand Praying. I think their website is like P-R-A-Y-I-N-G with an extra G at the end. They have so many funny things. Um, You know, you would think it was like a religious brand um, just because a lot of their messaging will have something to do with like God or whatever, but I feel like their stuff is meant to be very like cheeky and ironic. Um, They have this one bag. It's like a little tiny shoulder bag and it's pink and it says God's favorite in rhinestones. Oh my god, it is so cute. Maybe you've seen it online, but I'm just obsessed with it and I would love, love, love to get this bag because I think it's so funny and they have like other cute things like graphic tees. I think they have swimsuits. Like they just have so many funny things, Um, but I'm really obsessed with the God's favorite handbag. Um, The other bag that I'm really, really liking lately is from Balenciaga. It's the Le Cagole bag. I have no clue if I said that right, but it's L-E-C-A-G-O-L-E, that type of bag. Um, It definitely gives me a lot of like Y2K, early, early 2000s nostalgia, simply because I feel like, I don't know, I get deja vu when I look at the bag because I guarantee you I've seen this bag before, like another brand doing it, but it was like for kids or something like that. This bag, I just, I love the shape and I, I saw it on a model and the size seems like pretty good because I was like, oh, if this is a really tiny bag, like I don't know if this is something that I would want, but the size seems to be pretty good. There are so many different colors that it comes in. Obviously, I would go with the pink. They do have like a metallic pink one, which I think is really fun. But yeah, definitely check it out because it's so cute. It has like this attached mirror on the outside of the bag, which I feel like was such a big thing in the early 2000s. Like Juicy Couture had that with so many of their bags. And the mirror is a heart shape. It's so freaking cute. I know some people aren't like a big fan of these bags and they say that they look like something you'd see at Zara or something like that, but I don't know. Personally, I think it's the nostalgic aspect of it. I think they're so fun and, you know, it just, I feel like it fits within my personal style, but the bags are like $2,100, so, you know, if anyone listening wants to be my sugar daddy and give me some money for all of these purchases, that'd be great. I'm just kidding. Not looking for a sugar daddy, but you know, maybe I'll win the lottery someday and can splurge on myself for that. And then lastly, the other bag that I stumbled across, I think this was from, I think I saw this on Bergdorf Goodman. 
It is the brand ERL and it is their purple puffer tote bag. This bag, let me just describe it to you. Definitely feel free to look all of these up as I'm describing because, you know, I wish I could have like a visual medium to go with this just to show you guys. Um, but essentially, it's like a lilac base bag and it has pink, purple, and blue hearts all around it. Kind of looks like pretty childish to me, but it is just, it's everything to me. I'm obsessed with it. It definitely reminds me of like a dancer bag that I would carry around if I was still dancing today. Um, but nevertheless, I would rock it wherever. I think it's so cute. I love a good tote bag and especially like the puffy materials. I feel like those are great for like fall and even spring seasons because like here's the thing. When I see puffy materials, I always think of like a puffer coat, but I think because the colors are a little bit more like lighter kind of pastel colors, it definitely feels like it could be a cute bag for spring. So I don't know. I'm, I've been obsessed with this lately. Um, and then moving on to the next thing, I have been in the market. Is that what people say? I've been in the market for a new pair of fun black shoes. I feel like a lot of the nicer black shoes that I have, like heels, heel-wise, they are all like very business, professional looking, or like shoes that you would wear if you were going to like a formal event. But I just want like a fun pair of black shoes, preferably like black platform shoes that you can wear for like going out and doing something fun, like going to a party, if you want to go to like a club, going out dancing, going to a concert, something like that. I really want a nice pair of platform shoes. And the thing is, is like they can look nice. You can dress them up with like a pair of, you know, cool pants with like a matching blouse. Um, you can wear them with like a dress, a skirt, whatever. But I don't know. I've just been wanting a pair of like nice platform shoes, preferably black because I feel like black goes with literally everything. And the brand Naked Wolf has so many cool ones. And I would love to get a pair of those just because, I don't know, they seem super funky. And I've read some pretty good reviews about their shoes. But the two things about them. One, they're very expensive. Obviously, this is like the common trend with everything on the Swish list is a lot of things are pretty pricey. But the other thing is they have this wolf-shaped like monogram logo on all of their shoes. And it's on the back of most of their shoes, which I guess, you know, most people won't notice. But I guess, like, that's one thing for me that I'm like, eh, I kind of wish they didn't have it. It's like this silver plaque monogram. If you look it up, you will, or if you've seen their shoes before, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, that's the only thing. But I know that there's, like, plenty of other brands, like, Jeffrey Campbell has some, I'm sure Steve Madden has some. And I'm in the market because, you know, as I'm getting ready to move to New York, I'm anticipating I'm going to more like social events, you know, some concerts, things like that, have some fun things on the horizon that I'm excited about. And I feel like having these shoes would be perfect for so many things I already have in my closet. So I'm on the hunt for those, hoping to get some at least like going into summer. Okay, and then the other thing on my wish list, this is a non 
fashion-related item is I would love to get a camcorder. Now, I know this might seem like super trendy and overdone because a lot of the girlies, I feel like, seem to be buying camcorders. It's like the trendy thing. And I personally would like to get one to make my own little home movies whenever I move to New York because, yes, it's like fun and nice to be able to film on your phone. I love to film like little videos if I go and do something fun. But I feel like having a camcorder, like having something very separate where you can just whip it out and film whatever, and maybe it has like a cool vintagey look to it. I don't know. I would just personally like that. And I'm not saying like I want this so I can make TikToks, YouTube videos, whatever with it. I think it'd just be fun to like capture fun memories for that particular season or maybe that particular month and then edit them all together and just, I don't know, stick them on a hard drive and keep them for, you know, when you want to go down memory lane and look at fun things you did during that season of your life. I used, we used to have a camcorder at my house and me and my sisters would film so many random things. We would like make our own music videos. We would put on like little shows and plays and whatnot and just like film random stuff all the time that I think it'd be fun to get a little camcorder and, you know, capture some memories when I'm in New York. So, I don't know. It's not like an absolute necessity, but it would be really fun to get that as like a going away present. So, we'll see. Maybe I will splurge on that. I've been seeing a lot of people talk about the Sony Handycams because they are pretty affordable and they're like pretty good quality. So, like a Sony or a Nikon would be most ideal, but we shall see. Okay, and then the next thing that I have on my list is I really want to get some gems for eye makeup. Um, I, I have one particular event in the next couple of months that I'm so, so, so freaking excited about, and I want to do, like, cool eye makeup for it, and I'm anticipating just, like, like I said with the Naked Wolf shoes, I'm anticipating having, like, more events and more fun things on the horizon and lately I have just been really inspired by so many cool makeup things so many cool makeup looks that I've been seeing on Pinterest and you know everything with euphoria and all that kind of stuff it's become super super trendy to just do very very artistic eye makeup looks and I would love to get like little gems or things that I could stick on my eyes um, cause I'm all about like being super artsy and creative with the eye makeup. So I definitely want to try to get some, I think I might have like eyelash glue, but I don't know if that's safe to put on your skin directly and how, how adhesive it is, um, to put on your skin. But yeah, I don't know. I bet I could find like cute little gems at Michael's or the dollar store or something like that. And I think it'd be so, so freaking cute. I've pinned so many to my pin board. Um, I have like a beauty board and I pin stuff about hair and makeup on there. And lately I've just been seeing so many cool looks. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'll get a little bit more experimental with my eye makeup in the future. Okay, and then 
Next thing that I have on my list is I have discovered this designer. Her name is Kristen Mallison. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, I found her on Instagram. I will link, by the way, I will link all of these things in the description of this podcast in case you guys want to see things on websites or like follow certain people or whatever. Um, but I found her on my Instagram explore page and have just become so obsessed with everything that she makes. She has amazing tapestry clothing. So like really cool tapestry appliques on skirts, like cute little mini skirts with like some cool applique on the center of the skirt. She has corsets with like really, really cool tapestry designs on them. It's just like the neatest thing ever. I would love to get something from her or just like, you know, something that is reminiscent of that kind of look, like the tapestry on the skirt or like a tapestry corset. I think those are so beautiful. Um, But yeah, her work is amazing. Definitely, definitely check her out. Like I said, I will link her Instagram in the description of the podcast because her stuff is amazing. But I have my eye on this skirt. It has like a cat on it, which I'm not like a big cat lady, but I think it's so precious. If she has anything with teddy bears, I will 1000% be wanting to buy those because for whatever reason, I have become just so obsessed with like anything teddy bear design related. Like if there's cute little teddy bears on a pattern or whatever, like I am more inclined to buy it. I don't know what it is about them, but I just think it's so precious. But yeah, she has amazing designs. Definitely go check her out. Um, another thing I have on my wish list, this is especially pertinent to the spring season, is I want to get some new denim. I really want to get a new pair of jeans and my go-to place for jeans as of late has been Target. And I know that's not groundbreaking because like we all know like Target just, it's a go-to place. They really can never do, they can never do you wrong. And the past couple of seasons, I found some pretty good denim there. It's like pretty good quality, a pretty good fit, and a pretty good price. Like all great things. So I have some Target gift cards and I'm in the mood to go buy some new denim for spring. Um, I don't really have like a specific shade of denim. I normally gravitate towards darker wash jeans, but maybe like a mid wash could be nice. I am like a little iffy on light wash jeans because sometimes I just feel like they don't go with everything. You're usually safer, at least in my eyes, with a medium to darker wash denim. That's just how I see it. But yeah, would love to get a new pair of jeans from them. And I'm also on the hunt for like a low-waisted denim miniskirt. Very specific, I know. And I know a lot of people are like, they hate the... Number one, they hate low-rise. Number two, I know some people just absolutely hate the whole miniskirt, like the micro-mini trend. But here's the thing. I'm kind of into it. I'm kind of obsessed with it. And especially denim, I don't know. I'm not like the biggest denim gal, but there's something about like a denim micro mini that is low rise. I'm kind of feeling it for spring or summer. So I, I'm really hoping that if I go thrifting, I could find a cool one because I feel like that's the place where you find one that you're like, oh yeah, this thing has potential. Um, and 
if in many cases, if you go thrifting and you find a cute skirt, whether it's denim or not, you could always cut it and make it even shorter. And for me, you know, I'm five feet tall. So most things for me, if I hold it up and I'm like, oh yeah, this looks like a little mini skirt. If I put it on, it just is a regular skirt. So I'm, I have to remind myself that I'm likely going to have to do some alterations to make it a mini skirt. But yeah, I, I have my sights set on finding a cute denim mini for the spring and summer season. It just feels like it's going to be the go-to basic piece for me. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty hopeful about that. Um, and then speaking of thrifted items, lately I have been really wanting to get a necktie. Like, yes, like neckties that men wear to formal occasions. I have been seeing so many people style them like really, really cool ways. And I have a few ties um they're not like literal ties that you would tie around your neck but they're like tie scarves I don't know how to describe them they're not like silky silky scarves but they're like skinnier scarves if you know what I mean um I have been like tying those around my neck or you know just tying them in my hair doing all of the different styling techniques with those but lately I've been wanting like a cool necktie Um, I've been seeing people style them in really unique ways that have sort of like a rock grunge-esque vibe to them. Um, they kind of, I don't know, I pinned a few on my Pinterest and I've been seeing a few on TikTok. It just gives me like a 90s punk revival look. I don't know. I... The last time I went to the thrift store, they had some, and I don't know why I didn't buy them. They were really nice, very inexpensive, and like just exactly what I wanted. But for whatever reason, I did not buy them. So I'm hoping that if I go back to the thrift store, I could find one that I'm looking for. Um, You know, I could steal one from my dad's closet, but I don't really feel like doing that. So yeah, I'm on the hunt for a tie. Honestly, I think it, that sounds like the last thing people would think I'm on the hunt for, but it's true. I just, I have so many ideas for how I could style a tie. And it seems like something that like, yes, some people may say like, oh, it's a micro trend. Like the way people are styling ties, like that's going to go out of style. But for me, I feel like it's something that you just, you always got to have in your closet because some people, you know, love to bring back the I, I don't know how to describe it, like the power suit look and they wear a tie with it or the pop punk look and they wear a tie, like ties can be applicable to so many different fashion trends and just because it's trendy one way right now doesn't mean that you can restyle it another way in the future. That's how I'm trying to see it. Um, so yeah, very hopeful that I can find a nice tie in the future. Um, and the last thing, this is so random, but I really either want to buy or DIY a pill holder, like a little pill organizer. I don't take pills. I take, I have my daily vitamins and I would love to have a little seven day organizer and stick my daily vitamins in there. I feel like it would help me remember to take them because I'll be honest, sometimes I forget to take them. 
because right now I just like keep them in this drawer and I try to remind myself like every day, you know, take out one from the dispenser and, you know, take it. But I feel like it'd be so much nicer if I could have it organized by day and I could refill them at the beginning of the week. And, you know, it helps if it's like cute and aesthetically looking. So I either want to maybe find one. I bet I could find them at like the dollar store and like paint on it or get some like cute little applique, little um, decals or something like that that I could stick on it. Maybe some stickers. I don't know. Just make it a cute little cute little part of my dresser. Um, but yeah, it's not like urgent that I need it, but I was just thinking about it. I was like, oh, that'd be so nice if I could have that because I just feel like I'd be so much more organized. And I'm open to taking like more vitamins. Basically, I take like a multivitamin and I take this apple cider vinegar gummy one and I have B12 uh, vitamins. That's pretty much it. I'm sure there's more that I could be taking or should be taking, but yeah, as of now, you know, it'd be helpful if I could have the three of those in little, little compartments. That would be great. Okay, so those are all the things on my wish list. The few things that I have as like my current faves or new fave products. Um, number one, I picked up a scalp massager at Target a couple weeks ago. I was, I had to buy some new shampoo and conditioner because I was running out and they had a little scalp massager in that section and it was only like two dollars, something like that. And I've been seeing a lot of people say that if you have dry or like just an irritated scalp, using a scalp massager when you have your shampoo in your hair can make the world of difference, differences in just, you know, making your scalp so much more healthier and really exfoliated. And I was like, okay, I'm going to give this a try because I have really been struggling with my scalp as of late. I have pretty dry skin. Um, I have found ways to maintain it on my face, like maintain my dry skin on my face. But when it comes to my scalp, still, still a work in progress up there. So I have been using this now for a week or so and I have to say it's been doing a pretty good job. Um, it's not like uncomfortable or anything like that. Mine has like silicon tips to it so it doesn't feel like my head is being like scratched or whatever. It's like it's relaxing but also I feel like it's getting the job done. Um, so I don't know if you guys struggle with like dry skin or whatever but maybe maybe try that venture out. Um, uh, maybe in the future I will do like an episode about my whole hair journey because I know I've talked about like trying out different products for my hair, but I was reflecting on it the other day and I was like, oh my god, my hair has been... I've had quite the journey with my hair since I was a kid to present day. It's been it's been a lot. And in the ne next few weeks, oh, maybe I'll do an episode then. I'm making a mental note of this. I'm going to be getting my hair cut, switching up some stuff with my hair. I don't want to reveal anything yet, but you'll just have to wait and see. Um, so maybe then I will do an episode talking about that because I feel like every, the past couple of episodes, I've just given like bits and pieces of like, oh, I'm trying out this new hair product. Oh, I'm trying out this different technique. 
So I will maybe explain why I've been, you know, struggling so much with my hair and why I've been putting it through so much lately. Um, but yeah, the scalp massager, it's been working great. I'm, I'm enjoying this. The other thing is I bought spirulina powder. I know I mentioned that I was going to be trying to make the Mariana Hewitt Air One Coconut Cloud Smoothie. I have been loving making it. It is so great. I have never thought to add coconut cream to the bottom of my smoothies and mix it throughout, but oh my god, it is so sensational. So good. I think that would be amazing if if you did it for any type of smoothie. Like if you just blended up different types of fruit like pineapples, strawberries, bananas, blueberries, whatever you like to put in there, and then added a little dollop of coconut cream at the bottom and then swirled it throughout. Ooh, I think that'd be super good. Maybe that's like the go-to thing for spring and summer. But yeah, I've been adding spirulina to my smoothies and trying to make the little Mariana Hewitt Air One smoothie. It has been such a treat. It is so good. I love it. It's amazing. Um, my spirulina is green, so unfortunately it doesn't look like the blue masterpiece that theirs is, but it's still really, really tasty, and the green color, it just, I don't know, it looks super cool. It's like a forest green. It's very fun. Um, I'm trying to think if there has been anything else. Oh, oh, um, my mom, shout out to her, she picked up a satin uh, pillowcase and a satin hair cover for me, and I have been wearing those, or wearing the hair cover and sleeping on the pillowcase at night, you know, again, trying to do this whole, like, hair protective thing, and I feel like it's been amazing. Let me just say, I know a lot of people say, like, sleeping on a satin pillowcase or, like, having your hair in some sort of nightcap is really good for, like, protecting your hair and just, like, trying to keep it as undamaged as possible, but I will say, if you are someone like me who has curly hair, and like, let's say you have a hair washing day, your hair looks sensational because it is super fresh, it has all the new products in it, and then you go to bed and you wake up the next day and your hair is like all rustled and it looks kind of insane, I found that sleeping in this nightcap is keeping it looking near nearly pristine. Like, it looks so good when I wake up the next day. Um, and I just think that, you know, it's in a protective case or like cover, I guess. So if I toss and turn at night, it's not getting all like frizzy and fluffy. Um, so just saying, you know, if you are trying to, you know, I don't know, preserve, preserve some time from having to like retouch up your hair the next day, this could be the thing for you. I have been liking it. It is not uncomfortable at all and I find that when I wake up the next morning, my hair is still inside the case, which is cool. I've been loving that. And sleeping on the satin um, pillowcase, it's it's really nice. It feels really, really smooth on my skin. That has just been so wonderful. Um. Oh, and the last thing. Okay, this is a food thing. So, I... <sighs> guys, I do not want to sound like that girl who just falls victim to buying everything I see on TikTok, but I did see some people talking about like drinking a little bit of aloe vera in the mornings and at night. 
and how it can be wonderful for like making your skin super glowy and you know if you have like gut issues or whatever um so I was in Walmart the other day picking up groceries and I was walking down the juice aisle and they had aloe vera juice there and I was like you know what because I'm here and this is here right now I'm gonna pick this up and try it out now let me just tell you that I was super skeptical oh my god I was super skeptical of drinking this because I had seen a ton of people say it's very like sludgy and gross it like I've put aloe on my skin as a very fair person who burns easily I have put aloe on my skin many a times and when I put on my skin I don't think to myself hmm this would taste really good um so I was nervous I was like oh is this gonna be like gross and like slimy going down my throat but I looked at the bottle and this aloe juice is infused with lime so I was like oh okay this might be this might be something a little bit more um appealing so I started out drinking like a little little bit pouring it in a little glass in the mornings and just having that with my water and if I drink like tea or coffee in the morning and guys this this is the way to go. If you're trying to like maybe try out the little aloe beverage, I'm not drinking like a full glass. I'm just drinking a little bit because I don't want to like go too hard in the paint and screw something up. By getting one that is infused with lime or something else is definitely the way to go because this is like so much more appetizing. But uh, I don't want to scare people away because the past few times I've been drinking this stuff... I get a whiff of this and I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. This smells like something that I have a pretty, I, I can recall this smell pretty distinctly and this feels wrong that this drink smells like this right now, but I keep going back and smelling it again because I'm like, am I crazy? Like, does this aloe beverage smell like what I think it smells like right now? Y'all... <laughs> please don't judge me. Every time I smell this beverage and maybe even when I sip it, it kind of smells like a Krispy Kreme glazed donut. I know that sounds barbaric. It sounds insane. Like an aloe beverage smells like a glazed donut. That sounds ridiculous. I sound like if you guys ever saw Trisha Paytas, whenever she was going vegan, she was eating like radishes and saying they tasted like potato chips. I'm not trying to sound like that right now. I get how delusional this may seem, but for whatever reason, like I have tried this day in and day out. Like, does this sm still smell like a glazed donut? And it does. It truly does. It's the weirdest thing. And I looked at the label. I'm like, okay, what is all in this? It is just aloe vera juice and lime. That's it. And I'm like, how in the world does this smell like a glazed donut? I remember I have distinct memories of going into the Krispy Kreme store as a kid because we used to go there and bring our report cards and they would give us free donuts for having A's. And I remember the smell of them making fresh donuts. And when I caught a whiff of this aloe juice, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm being transported back to that Krispy Kreme as a kid. It, it's the weirdest thing. I know it sounds insane. Um, so yeah, just putting it out there. If you're like, this aloe vera trend seems so stupid, it sounds so unappetizing, 
just saying i don't know if there's like a ton of benefits to it but every morning i'm waking up and i'm getting a little whiff of krispy kreme it's it's so weird um very strange maybe i'll make a tiktok about it because maybe other people are experiencing the same thing or maybe i'm just going crazy um either could be true but yeah those are my current faves and i don't have anything else to say for my wish list but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed the episode i just wanted to do something a little bit more fun and just more chill like we're chatting as friends i'm really excited for the spring season I am just, I can't wait for the weather to get a little bit nicer and to just have more fun experimenting with my outfits. But yeah, that's pretty much all I have for you guys today. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and maybe enjoy the sunshine, do something fun, put yourself out of your comfort zone. And yeah, as always, thanks for listening. Bye guys.